0: Hey, Zach. Hi, Chris. I have a question for you. Yeah? Do you know which red wine grape is the most planted red wine grape in the world?
1: Uh, I have no idea. You have no idea? Nope. <laughs> Even though I told you this fact 20 minutes ago. I'm gonna go with Cabernet. Oh my god, but how did that's, you know? That's a, that's a long 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, that is fair. But, you know, you haven't been drinking yet, Zach. I, it has not slipped the depths of my mind yet, no. No, you remember what you learned here.
0: And now, you can forget it, because we're about to drink not just one, but two Cabernet Sauvignons. yes. I know. Here on a new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine. Mm. Hit it, guys. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine. With your special guest, Zach Hodges. Not one, but two Cabernet Sauvignons musical guest, Fitz and the Tantrums, and your host, the man who puts the mal in Malbec, Chris Barlow. Okay. Uh, uh, Hey, Zach, we are doing things a little bit differently this time. Yes, I'm very excited. I don't know if you listened to the last 90 seconds, but I just said we're drinking not one, but two Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Uh, do you, do you like Cabernet? Uh, I will say yes. Do you think you like Cabernet?
1: Because that is all that matters. Well, I like Cabaret. <laughs> Close so enough. I, I think I can make the leap. I think we can make the leap together. Now, I, now, I don't know, would this be called a Cab Sauv? Oh, if yeah. I, if I were to, yes, that's oh, the lingo. Yeah. You want to okay.
0: get kind of fancy here? Well, I yeah. want to
1: get fancy, but... And by I also fancy, I mean cash. I want to get cash. I want to get low-key. Yeah. With your sauv. Yeah, with my cabsov. It just sounds it's like a little elevated, you know? It I is. always feel it's a little in the know. it's in the no. And I always feel a little like, ooh. I'm I'm curious to be that that person. Well, you know, it's a curious grape. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most planted
0: grapes in the world. Currently mm-hmm. the most planted red wine grape in the world. Uh, it was that for most of the 20th century until the 1990s, when an asshole named Merlot came mm. along and unseated Cabsov. But all good things have come back to roost here in America, yes. and Cabsov is once again the world's most planted wine grape. Yep. Red wine grape, let's be
1: specific. Facts here. Sure, you know. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's a little grim. You know what? I That's not really... <laughs> it sounds like you could use some wine. Yeah, I need a drink. And I know where we could find some. Here at our
0: blind tasting table. Here on the blind tasting table, we have two glasses of Cabernet Sauvignon. They are both from California. Mm-hmm. They are both relatively recent vintages, but one of them cost twice as much as the other.
1: Yes, okay.
0: Zach, your job tonight is to taste them both and then tell us which one is the
1: fancy, slightly more expensive one, and which one is the party wine. Well, I would also just like to point out for the viewers that there may be an unfair visual cue that one one wine is served in a glass that has some engraved initials on it. I'm yes. gonna try not to let that color my reading or tasting of these wines.
0: How do you know I haven't put the cheaper wine in the signature wine glass to throw you off the scent? I,
1: just, I don't wanna be thrown off my game. That's why I'm trying to articulate this ahead of time.
0: You're so putting I'm, all the so facts out The audience the is going to
1: hold me accountable right now.
0: That's true. That's true. I, I trust your integrity as a reviewer. Thank and you. And I am ready to go with you on this journey. All right, let's go. Beginning with the wine in the fancy engraved mm, glass. Yes. Go ahead and pick up that wine, mm. and we'll begin our proper tasting technique, as always, with the sniff. Yes. Sniff the wine loudly, confidently, and then tell us,
1: what do you smell? All right. Mmm, I smell banana? Is that a thing? In, yes, in, sure. Uh something very bright. It's a very bright smelling, bright, ripe fruits. Bright, <laughs> <in pajamas. laughs> bright bananas.
0: Bananas in pajamas.
1: Bright bananas. It's like uh t- it's tangy. That's I know that's not PC with with Wine, uh, culture. Like, I'm
0: sorry, who are the tangs and how have I been offending them? We just called a red wine tangy last month. Woo! Of course, last month was Cantoberfest, and this is Cabvember, Cantoberfest, cans, mm-hmm. Cabvember, Cabernets in November. All right, so are, are both things? <laughs> I, I tangy? give that to you.
1: Perhaps, yes, perhaps they are. Perhaps it's just this first Cabernet.
0: Quick. <sighs> Take a sip.
1: I'm, I'm really on this banana. I'm just getting one
0: Tell us if banana. you get
1: that smooth, ripe banana in your All mouth
0: right. <laughs> as you take a sip of wine number one. All right,
1: This has to be the expensive one. Mm.
0: Where else would you get banana flavors is what you're saying? Only from Whoa. the
1: fanciest, most expensive wine. Okay. So, uh... I'm tasting similar notes. Banana. Um, Banana, maybe some strawberry, like bright cherry. Um, So you're kind
0: of saying it's like like a trip to Jamba juice. It's mm -hmm. like a, a strawberry, banana, cherry blaster smoothie.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is sweet. As cabs go, I would say
1: this is on the sweeter end. More of like the nasty trash juice at the bottom of a Jamba Juice trash can.
0: uh, Oh, at the trash can. Wow, I thought you meant when the Jamba Juice itself melts together and is kind of uh,
1: coagulated and strange. You meant when the garbage does that. Yeah, not in a way that's, I mean, I would drink this. I wouldn't drink the garbage juice. But but in the sense of like, there's a bite to it. Oh see how it took you all the way through that
0: mental image, that disgusting mental image to get to your tasting note. No. It's got a
1: bite to it. Sometimes you gotta It's the journey. Hit the low notes to hit the high notes. So true. Do you think this is hitting high notes? This is hitting pretty high notes. I get a little woo like I open my eyes a little bigger when I taste this.
0: Yeah, it does kinda it does kinda wake you up. It's kinda nice pick me up. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, this in your morning coffee and you're ready for the day.
1: Yeah, I would totally take a spike of this in my cup of joe. That's, that's a
0: really weird flavor of coffee, mate, you're describing right now.
1: Banana trash juice coffee? Banana trash juice Cab Cabsoff. Okay, can I ask you, though? Yeah. So I know what Cabernet means. It comes from the Cabernet grape. Yes. Right? So what is Sauvignon? Sa- Sauvignon. Sauvignon? That's the
0: grape. It's Cabernet Sauvignon.
1: Oh, so that's the name of the grape.
0: Yeah, Cabernet so Sauvignon. So what
1: is a Sauvignon Blanc.
0: It's a different kind of grape.
1: Oh, it's a white grape. Bingo. But the same kind of grape. Similar.
0: <gasps> Bingo.
1: Oh. I've worked in a restaurant serving wine for two years, so. <laughs> I was going
0: to say, I've been to the restaurant where you serve wine. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: So I, I should know a lot of this. Now, if I were to follow the mode, we the model we have to use at work. Yeah. This is how I would describe this wine. Please. Okay. So I would say. This is a professional opinion. This is a professional from... From the the um the trenches opinion here, I would say uh, this is um I'm tasting bright ripe fruits. Okay. Uh, I would say it's light bodied. It's a light bodied wine, and it's very easy to drink.
0: Definitely high on the drinkability scale. It's a little sweet for my taste, but sometimes mm-hmm. when it's a little sweet, that makes it all the easier to just gulp it down.
1: But see, I'm I'm a I'm a sweet wine person. Oh. Yes. Uh, I, my drink of choice is a nice Riesling. Ooh. Um so I'm I'm digging this. All right. Yeah.
0: That's just wine number 1. Are you ready to go back to your proper <clears throat> tasting technique yes, and try yes. wine number two mm-hmm. served in the nondescript larger yep. wine glass, the yep. one that encourages you to really stick your nose in
1: there? Yeah, and this is just a run-of-the-mill, this is your garden variety wine glass here. Ooh. And it's time once again to begin with the sniff. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Wow. I mean first impressions oh, wow. is this is a cup of rubbing alcohol compared to uh glass number one. Ooh! Rubbing alcohol for you, George. Wow. And now we're going for the taste. Mmm. Okay. Not not as bright. This is this one sits a little more round on the tongue, I'd say Maybe this one's a little more on the light to medium bodied scale. I think this tips a little bit more towards medium bodied.
0: I, you know, the the so-called rubbing alcohol flavor you smelled. <laughs> I, I'm not getting rubbing alcohol
1: from the taste, but there is a, an alcoholic bite. No, I'm not getting rubbing alcohol from the taste. Mm. Are you getting a specific alcohol? This is less sweet. I know yes. I'm, I'm not supposed to use that word when in our in the model at work. That's are no, you not a, supposed to use that word? That is a slap on the wrist word. Sweet. Yes. Oh. Yes. You're supposed to say fruity. Uh no, I'm so su- I think I think it's I'm just I'm supposed to describe the fruit. So either bright, so what bright fruits when or says, bright okay, red fruits w- is this or stony, wine
0: sweet. I don't want a wine that's too sweet.
1: Well, if I knew it was sweet, I would just say no. Don't <laughs> don't have this one. Yes, okay. But I would I would recommend something else. You're not a monster, <clears throat> is what you're saying. I'm not a monster. Maybe I would like blink twice.
0: You'd <laughs> send so, them the encoded I would send them, I would send them
1: the. I would telepathically say, you're not gonna like this.
0: Okay, because yeah. for a minute I thought you were gonna go. Well, I don't know. Do you think stone fruits are sweet?
1: Do I couldn't think... even tell you what a stone fruit. I guess it's a peach is a stone it's fruit. It's pretty
0: much they're saying peach. They don't see this is the thing about fancy people like wine apricots. tasting notes. Yeah, okay. It tastes like a peach, but for some reason we have to say stone fruit because we don't want you to identify the flavor. We want you to picture a story like uh, you know a he- J Crew catalog.
1: <laughs> oh. I well, I've have spent, let's just say I've spent significant time of my life in, in that uh, place, too. In that catalog. hmm
0: But I have to ask, how do you feel about this wine?
1: I feel, I would, I would, the wine is really settling better with me drinking it than it did tasting. Or, um, smelling, smelling it. Smelling it? Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. So
0: far, do you still think the first wine is your favorite?
1: Oh, I'm torn because on smelling the second wine... I thought, oh, this is immediately, I immediately thought this is the cheaper wine. But in tasting it, I feel like I'm getting a, a fuller experience. Yes. It's a little it's, more, it's a little more cultured as a yeah, wine. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a little less, like the, the first one is very fruit forward. Uh-huh. It is fruity yeah. and fun. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's the story. The second wine is slower, richer, a little more complex, mm-hmm. nothing quite jumps out. The smell jumps out, certainly, but once you taste it, it, it kind of, it's a slow roll, the smell, if you
1: will. Yeah, the smell jumps out, but maybe only because I had it second. Right. Right. I
0: thought a lot about which one to do first, and maybe I didn't think about the smell enough.
1: Is it time to guess? I don't know.
0: What I want to know is right now, Mm -hmm. if you can't decide which one is your favorite, do you at least think you know, oh, you know which one is your favorite? No, I think the second
1: one is my favorite.
0: Oh, you've decided. Yeah. Then my second question is pretty obvious. Okay. If it's your favorite, do you think it's the more expensive wine? Remember, one of these wines costs twice
1: as much as the other. I'm going to go with option B, final answer.
0: All right. I,
1: and yes, I think I think option B is the more expensive wine.
0: It's time to find out if you were right ah! by meeting the wines. Oh my God. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce you to today's wines. First up, in no particular order, oh. we have been drinking Robert Mondavi's Private Selection Aged in Bourbon Barrels Whoa. Cabernet Sauvignon from Monterey County 2016.
1: Private Selection.
0: But we have also been drinking trade. Moon. Moon X. Mm. Moon X is a 2016 Cabernet Sauvignon, also from California. So, <clears throat> now that you think you know which one is more expensive, which one do you think is Robert Rondavi's private selection, and which one do you think is Moon X?
1: Uh huh. I have to. Gut impulse. I think option B. Is the one Robert you liked, mm-hmm, the yes. one I liked? I think that is Robert Mondavi Private Selection any aged in a bourbon barrel. Any particular reason? Just I believe that this comes from a private selection. It feels it like a very private like a, selection, a little
0: bit more elite. I was gonna ask, do you think that alcohol smell you're getting is a bourbon barrel?
1: Not convinced. <laughs> But you know, all right, just throwing it out but there. I think you the, know, I think the 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 wood of the bourbon barrel might be giving the wine that kind of earthier, rounder flavor that I'm. I'm Absolutely, picking up on. that
0: barrel is uh, like an oak barrel that of aged some kind. Oak, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's
1: uh, for all of you listening. There's like a little picture of maybe a a, a church on the front. It's got a nice with black a, a little labeled, weather vane, maybe with some
0: nice gold trimming. It feels very I.
1: Ah, yeah. private. Yeah. I, I'm a little, you know, private selection sounds really great. I'm a little unclear of what that actually means. Yeah, I don't Pri- know. Private collection? I get. I get. No, private, private selection, selection was like no know. one there when you picked out the barrels? I don't know. You I don't know where this is. You make the taking choice, me. but
0: no one can see your face. That's a private selection. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> well, I have to say, I'm going to cut to the chase. You are correct. Oh, yes. Wine number two is Robert Mondavi's private selection, aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, but and I don't know if it's more expensive. <gasps> Wait. The more expensive of the two wines. Oh. It costs twice as much.
1: Can I, As Trader Moon. Well, Trader Moon also threw me because... Well, are they both purchased from the Trader Joe's wine shop?
0: It happens to be I got these both at the Trader Joe's wine shop. Robert Mondavi okay. is available many places. Okay. Trader Moon is... Is a kind of secret house brand Trader Joe's label. If you look at this bottle, it does not say Trader Moon on it anywhere. It does not say, uh, well, actually, I'm lying. I'm looking at the back of the bottle, and it does say Trader Moon, but in the, like, bottled by, imported by section on the back. The Mm. front of the label is just Moon X, Moon X. (laughs) Moon X. Or, or I don't know, is it Moon 10? I don't know.
1: Or, honestly, Moon Moonks! Oh, Moonks <laughs> would be a fun name for a wine. Pour me some of that Moonks. I think it might be Moonks. <laughs> Trader Moonks! I, I do want to say, and if anyone out there who, who can help me with this, please let me know in the comments below. But I have been told that I might be a super taster. Really? Yes. And for those of you who don't know what a super taster is, uh, it means that I have more taste buds than normal uh-huh. on my tongue. So I enjoy, or I pick up on flavors of things that might uh, might pass other people by. So you're saying if I were to take one of these
0: labels and read you the tasting notes on mm-hmm. the label, you're saying you'd be able to say, yes, I tasted every single one of those things, and we would just have to take your word for it.
1: Please, I would like to be officially be able to say it, but let's, let's test it here with these Let's notes. test it
0: here right now with a segment I like to call Dramatic Readings of Wine Labels. <clears throat> Robert Mondavi, Private Selection, Cabernet Sauvignon, Monterey County, 2016. This limited release Cabernet Sauvignon blends the craftsmanship of California winemaking with the southern tradition of bourbon whiskey aging. Our coastal California vineyards deliver deep flavors of black cherry, and blackberry to the wine. The next step is to age the blend in bourbon whiskey barrels for at least three months, adding nuances of vanilla, brown sugar, and toasty oak.
1: So Toasty tell me, oak.
0: Tell me, do you taste the vanilla, brown sugar, and toasty oak?
1: You know, I'm definitely on board with dark cherries and blackberries. Oh, definitely. Mm. The vanilla, I get, I get overtones.
0: I get that in the bourbon taste, and mm-hmm. I have to say, if you didn't tell me this was aged in bourbon barrels, I don't know if I'd be able to connect those dots. I, but but knowing that, when I smell it and I taste it together, those those flavors kind of link together, and I'm like, yeah, that's bourbony. I, I get it.
1: I really feel like I should be wearing a hat, like a cool hat, drinking. That's like a little cowboy hat.
0: Yeah, or really like the kind of hat that like a middle aged person in California would wear. Uh, and they would think it makes them look cool, but it yeah. doesn't
1: one of those hats mm-hmm. What else are we tasting the the um, the brown sugar I don't know. Brown sugar is a stretch for me. Yeah, I don't get that. This doesn't feel that sweet to be honest that that promises a sweeter wine. But I do I mean brown sugar does kind of have that um, darker sweetness That's you know true. what I mean I, I it's a get little that. more robust. Uh, so I, I, it's not a stretch for me to go there, but I, I wouldn't have said that.
0: No, but I,
1: I see I see how you're connecting that together.
0: And I think you've hit them all. You're clearly the super taster of the Robert Mondavi. Mm. But are you also the super taster of Moons? Well, let's see if there's banana in it. <laughs> Take a read. <laughs> By all means, Ugh. a guest edition of Dramatic Readings of Wine Labels.
1: Moon X. 2016 Cabernet Sauvignon. This juicy, super dense wine is inspired by the onyx blackness of a new moon. A lunar phase occurring when the sun, earth, and the moon are all aligned. Loaded with intense, dark flavors of blackberries, raspberry jam, and exotic spices with a caramel toast. Enjoy with any bold dish, or just by itself. I'm sorry, a caramel toast? Raspberry jam and exotic spices with a caramel toast.
0: What is a caramel toast? Because that's like toast the verb, as in like, cheers, let's do a toast. Uh, Do you toast caramel?
1: See, I thought this was like caramel spread on toast. Like caramel toast. That also
0: is not normal. (laughs) Like avocado toast. No meaning of that phrase is something normal people do.
1: Exotic spices with a caramel toast.
0: Whichever AI algorithm wrote that tasting label, they are on point. I gotta say, the robots can just replace us all now because that was a work of art. I, mean, I don't taste any of those things they're describing except maybe raspberry jam.
1: If I squint hard enough at caramel toast, it looks like banana, so What's there's funny that.
0: Is, truly, Zach, once you said banana, I could not get it out of my head. And on every sip, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's a hint of that banana there.
1: I think this definitely settles the score of it's moon X because there's a space between the moon and the X. But yeah. then, the, I don't know, the onyx is throwing me off.
0: On. Onyx X. It's, it's hard, it's hard. Wow, well, I have to say of the labels, mm-hmm. Robert Mondavi has the better label. Yeah. I would say the better tasting wine. Yeah. And we know it's more expensive, but there's one final question.
1: Oh, my favorite part.
0: How much did it cost? Ah,
1: okay. So, I know the Robert Mandavi is twice as much. Um, I'm going to say that the Robert Mandavi is a flat 25.
0: Wow, and the Munks is 12.50. 50
1: our dear Banana Munks is 12.99. Wow, 12.99
0: is the price of one of these wines, oh. but not the one you thought.
1: What? Wait, no way.
0: Yeah. Again, prices vary. Robert Mondavi, 12 dollars oh. at Trader Joe's, actually $13.99 average retail. So oh. Robert Mondavi is a $14 bottle of wine. Munch's, available <laughs> only at Trader Joe's, because it is Trader Munch's, uh, 7 bucks. 7
1: Yeah, I guess my my gauge was a little off. I guess 25 is high for Trader Joe's one shop. But I still have to ask
0: one more question. Yeah,
1: I I will answer. What
0: would you rate these wines?
1: And Mm. I'm really
0: curious because basically every wine on this show gets about the same rating because it's being reviewed in isolation. But here we're comparing two wines. And so I want to know, starting with your favorite here, Robert Mondavi, what would you rate Robert Mondavi?
1: I'm going to give Robert Mondavi a, a... Exuberant Four. I like an Exuberant Four. I
0: would be pretty close to that. It's a great value wine. Yeah, it's really it's, good. It's really enjoyable. I could drink a lot of that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's on, on the money.
0: Yeah, and at $13, bucks, it is Can't really go wrong. well-priced.
1: Yeah. Uh, that leads us to Moons.
0: <laughs> what would you rate Moons? Oh. And again, if you said Four... I, I would interrogate that heavily.
1: No, no. The four shall never pass my lips for Monks. Certainly, I haven't gone back for a second sip of Moon X during this time. Now that you time. know what's going
0: on? Now that mm. I know what's up.
1: You know, I'm going to give monks at least a two. Wow. Yeah.
0: I am so impressed that you went there. You know what's funny? We use, here at Chris Tries to Review Wine, the royal we, we mm-hmm. use a popular uh, wine scanning app mm. that I won't name unless they pay me. And so I used that app to scan both of these wines. Okay. And would you believe the Robert Mondavi has an average rating of 4.1. Yeah. The monks has an average rating of 3.8. Whoa. And it's because when you're rating them in isolation, In isolation, You're yeah. considering very different things. That's... And at $7, you might taste that monks and go, what a great value. This is pretty flavorful. And it doesn't taste bad. No, if when I first had it, it, it me, I thought it
1: was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. But then after having the second the robert yeah whereas the robert in comparison
0: the robert then is being judged on a tougher scale it's claiming to be at a higher level already yeah and then you compare it to that level and so you wind up giving it a 4.1 which i actually think is pretty accurate for that yeah and so i'm gonna endorse your scores tonight i'm not gonna offer my own i'm just gonna say well done thank you thank you zach that's very nice (laughs) do you feel
1: like you have untangled uh the mysteries of wine pricing tonight I feel like I have untangled that a little bit. And more importantly, I feel like I can show up at a party and say, Cabsoff, with, that's with, all with that confidence matters. and be able to recommend two very good ones.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. You said that so well. Thank
0: you. And you can join us again at Chris Tries Review when All Cab-vember. Cab-vember. Your favorite month of the year. And on my Cab bl- Ca- Cablinder? <laughs> yes, your Cablinder is the best place to track Cab Vember. It is. And I'll see you back here at Cab Vember on Chris Treiser if Review 1. Yay! Chris Tries to Review Wine is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow in association with Dapper Devil Productions. You can find out more about the show and the wines we taste at Chris Tries to Review. Wine. That's right, it's Chris Tries to Review. Wine.